Welcome back to another episode of Fractured Not Broken, the Relationship Wellness Podcast. It is your guy, Coach Rudge, relationship expert, author, presenter, and podcast host. Excited to have you back with us for another episode. In this one, we're going to get into a topic that actually someone sent me in a chat, which I thought was interesting. And and, and it's from, it was about a, it was a clip from Matthew Hussey. He's a Husey Hussey, I hope I'm saying his name correctly. He's a British dating expert and confidence coach for women. And I thought when I first read it, you know, I said to myself, wow, this is, this is, this is interesting. But I also heard some things that I'll get into when we get into the, into the story. But essentially his clip was about is when you feel someone pulling away and why that happens and how you're being perceived. And so, you know, I deal, I come at this from the emotional intelligence side, right? Now he's a confidence coach for women, so I get it, but it's not about who he coaches. It's about what's happening in that experience for the person who's, who's pulling away and also for the person who's wanting the person, wanting to be closer, right? Because there's, there's a dynamic there that I think should be, should be highlighted. And so Matthew's contention is people pull away when they sense that you're trying too hard. You've made, you've made them too important. You've made them important too quickly. Like, you know, where is this coming from? Like you, if, I guess it's like, if a person is, is say you just met someone, you don't know them long, you haven't known them. You don't certainly don't know them well, but there's this, there's this, I, I want to be with you. You know, you are everything and you're everything I ever wanted. And whatever statements are being made and not just statements, folks, it can also be actions. It can be gifts. It can be colloquially, colloquially doing too much. (laughs) Stop it. But I just want you to be clear. That's what that, that's what that means. We don't want to push people away, but if you are that person, you may not realize it. And so if you are becoming that person or have become that person, because you've met someone you're excited about, be mindful. Check in with yourself. Self-awareness. Learn to manage yourself. I told you we're going to get EQ in everything we do because in every experience, emotional intelligence exists or is present. And so he goes on to say that, you know, the question becomes like, how are you so important and valuable? How is this person so important and so valuable to you when you haven't known each other very long and you haven't earned that position, you haven't earned it. So you're like, well, where's this coming from? And so the, the receiver of this behavior may feel like, you know, what's going on in their lives, what's going on with them that makes me so valuable and important to this, to them. And that's, and that's fine. And, and when you don't, when we see things, and this is important as well, when we see things we don't understand, it can, we can, we can, we respond, we can respond in a way that's, that, that can be withdrawing, like he's talking about when you feel someone pulling away, but also ask a question. It's an opportunity. See, I view problems and challenges depending as opportunities, right? To, to ask a question, to learn more information, to better understand. And this is what happens all too many times, I think, with humans. We often take the path of least resistance. 
if I'm feeling something that's uncomfortable, I'll remove myself from it and expect you to figure it out. Oh, they left for this reason. Oh, they withdrew for this reason. Well, you're not hearing from me as much. They'll figure it out. They'll get the message. Can we simply have a conversation? Because what that turns into is ghosting. And we're not even, because obviously pulling away can lead to that, right? Because you got to ask yourself, why are we pulling away? Because I don't, I don't feel about this person as they seem to feel about me, as they've expressed, as they've demonstrated that they feel about me. And that's fine. My encouragement, again, is to have a conversation, not why are you acting like this? What's wrong with you? That's not the conversation we're talking about, folks. The conversation I'm asking you to consider is speak to what you're noticing. Hey, listen, we just met and I'm, in, you know, I, I'm, I'm enjoying getting to know you. But I have to be honest, I have some questions about what I'm seeing. And I just want to ask you, you know, you may not even be aware of this, so please do not hear this as an attack, an assumption, or an accusation. You got it, guys. You got it, folks. Triple A's. We don't do that. Because <laughs> anytime you do it, a person's going to fall back. But when you, if you're, if you're choosing to share time with someone and they with you, don't you owe it to them? Don't you owe it to yourself? And if you choose to remove yourself, then that's what you choose to do. But why not have the conversation? Again, we're talking about being better. We're talking about being better. Matthew believes, he contends, and, I, and I, again, I agree with it. I agree with what he's saying. I'm not challenging it. I'm just, I just want to highlight the shared responsibility in, in an experience like that when you feel a person pulling away that you're interested in, okay? There are three reasons he believes that this happens. The number one is a scarcity mindset. The idea that you, you know, it takes so long or it's not enough good people and you meet this person that you like so very much and you like them very quickly, which is also very telling. Because, again, it, it, it's not because you don't know what you're seeing. You know, where does that come from? Again, it's an opportunity to ask a question. What I have seen in my experience with clients is that type of energy that type of ag aggression, if you will, one may say assertive, but I would say it's aggression because I want what I want and I got to I got to hold on to you because I don't know if I'm going to meet someone else. It can also show up in persons who are in rebound relationships or wanting to rebound from a relationship that they didn't want to no longer be a part of. You get comfortable in relationships, you get comfortable having someone around. And so you met this person and maybe you started dating and it could be right away. And you're like, man, and is it the person that you just met or have, are, are we projecting our experiences onto this new person and they don't deserve that? And so the new person may choose to flee. Whereas instead of saying, hey, I'm not sure what I'm seeing here. Maybe in getting to know you ask the question, hey, listen, when was your last relationship? Oh, it was last week. Oh, and you're out here already? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, ask questions, folks. The, the, the inclination most times is to have perceptions and make assumptions and then say that's what's going on when you don't know. Ask a question if you're seeing behavior that is off-putting or that causes you to think, hmm, maybe I need to remove myself. Ask a question. Second reason Matthew believes that this happens is impatience. We want what we want. You know how long I've been waiting to be in a relationship? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Be careful what you ask for. Because uh, it may not be what you're ready for. It may not be what you need. There may be some individual work that has to happen first. Yeah. So work on patience. And when you recognize, again, folks, EQ, self-awareness. If I realize I'm impatient, how do I manage it? These are questions we got to ask ourselves. Sadly, too many times we don't. We're ready to look out and identify what's wrong with everybody else. Here's a thought. How about find a mirror, even if it's just you, and look in it and spend some time with that person versus discussing what's wrong with everyone else? Okay. What are areas that I can grow in? What are areas that I can improve in? What areas do I need to learn to manage better? And if you need assistance with that, this is why you work with a coach, me. You'll see the link in the comments, folks. It'll be the first one pinned. Yeah. So whatever you're noticing about yourself, whatever you're noticing about someone who may be pulling away, hey, hey let's flip this, share the responsibility. Maybe you're pulling away. Maybe someone is kind of pressing you or you're feeling pressed, right? This door goes both ways. Again, shared responsibility. So just pay attention to what you're noticing. Allow what you're noticing to inform your next response and or question. Hopefully question. Hopefully question. And the last reason that Matthew believes this happens is low self-esteem. When someone doesn't believe in their own value, they can easily overvalue the other person. You know, previous episode, we talked about the second group of triple A's, which was acknowledgement, admittance, and acceptance. And acknowledging that if, if you're courageous enough or willing to, and good on you if you are, to recognize you have low self-esteem, what can I do? How can I be better? How can I, how can I get stronger? How can my self-esteem be increased? That's the work, folks. That's the work, again, that can be done with a coach. Because the challenge is we're subjective. As a coach, we introduce objective perspective, something else for you to consider, something maybe that you can weigh against the saboteurs that have caused you to feel less than, or if your self-esteem is low and not as high as it could be, or you're not as confident as you would like to be, where does that come from? They're called saboteurs. Saboteurs sabotage. Sabot saboteurs is how we think about things. Our sage is our champion. Our saboteur is here on this, on this shoulder saying, hey, you can't do that. And your sage is like, you sure can do that. And you should. But it's the one that wins is what your life looks like in your choices to get executed. The one that you believe. And if you believe that your value is low, if you don't believe that you're worthy, if you don't believe that you're deserving, guess what happens? The saboteur wins. And guess what else? This shows up in the interactions that you have with people because they can sense it, just like they can sense confidence. Both are true. It's like this, folks. If you're a confident person and you walk into a room, you don't have to tell anyone. They'll figure it out. Conversely, if you walk into a room and you seem to shrink, 
and kind of want to fade into the corner or go off to the side, that'll be noticed as well. Again, what are you noticing about yourself? What are you noticing about your, about someone else, about others, I should say? If you're someone who's pulling away, if you're noticing, noticing someone is choosing to pull away from you, ask yourself, what am I seeing? What is going on right here? Because what's happening is there is something. The challenge is it's not being discussed for, for a, 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 who knows the reasons it's not. But oftentimes, we, I don't know why we choose as humans to take the path of least resistance. I know some of this isn't comfortable, folks. I promise you it's not. I promise you. But tell me when something worth having and doing was. Tell me. It's going to require work. It's going to require you being willing to be honest with yourself about what you're seeing, how you're showing up. Do I have or exhibit behaviors that cause people to want to flee from me, to pull away from me? If I don't know, maybe ask. But you may not have to ask. What you could do is just look back at previous relationships and experiences and ask, ask yourself some tough and honest questions about it. Man, could that person have pulled away because of how I was? Did I seem over the top interested? Did I seem aggressive? Did they, did I, could I, could I have been pressing them? And if the relationship or that door is still open to have a conversation, which means you guys end it amicably, maybe ask a question. Because at that time, maybe you weren't ready to hear it. Heck, you may not be ready to hear it right now, to be honest with you. But let's just say you are. And that door is open to ask a question. I would encourage you to do so because it's going to help you because it's data that you can use to help you be better. Just do it. So. We've been kind of talking about EQ all along, you know, in that example that Matthew used, there were three opportunities for emotional intelligence. In those moments. Self-awareness, self-management, and social awareness. And it's so true. And I, and like I said, I get the discomfort. If you meet someone you like, we want them to like us too. We hope they do, right? We hope they like us like we like them or they could. And then, and I, listen, I also understand being excited. And just as wonderful as it is to be excited about another person, it is also important to be measured, to check in with yourself, you know, to not be so, oh my God, because again, I'm impatient. I want what I want. I want it now. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. And listen, folks, listen, this is how you may be able to give yourself a pass. Hopefully. Understand and, and remember that the way you feel today Especially when you're meeting someone, getting to know someone. Say you met someone last week. It's like, man, hit it off right away. And you've had several conversations between the time you guys met and a week or two later. It's great. And you're like, man, I'm really excited about you. And they may say to you, I'm really excited about you too. Caution people. You know how trucks back up and they, they make that noise like that. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, this is one of those. Beep, beep. Listen, hear me, hear me. It's okay to speak from what you know, because up until now, I'm excited about what I've learned today. 
However, tomorrow I could learn something that causes me to shift my perspective on how I view you. It is okay to be honest about how you feel. It doesn't mean you're committed to it for the long term. Oh, I told him I'm digging him. Yeah, today. <laughs> and tomorrow we haven't gotten to. And if something changes, then maybe my perspective does too. Guess what? Theirs can change about you also. Relax, folks. Remain measured. It's great to be excited about someone. But ask yourself, am I excited and impatient? Or am I just excited or am I excited and measured? It's a value proposition. See, I can tell you confidence is attractive. Confidence is attractive. People who know who they are and what they want is attractive. Here's the other side of it. It can be intimidating, intimidating to those who are not as confident. It's like, my God, you seem so fill in the blank. I wish I could be. You can. Any confident person you meet does not have the market cornered on confidence. No, we don't. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Did you figure that out already? Yeah, you probably did. Anyway, yeah, I'm one of those. But hear me, I'm a human first, right? And all I'm saying to you is that you always have choices. And regardless, regardless of the experience, you have choices. You meet someone you're excited about. You meet someone who's, who's excited about you. You're not sure if you're as excited about them. Hey, hey. Have a conversation. Hey, listen, I'm not sure what I'm seeing, but I appreciate your interest. But I just want you to know that I'm 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 taking my time because I need to be certain for me. And if that person doesn't respect your your position, that's a data point. Doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater. But if continued behavior persists where you're saying where you are and they're like, yeah, I hear you, but. If you have enough of those, then you may be faced with the decision to remove yourself. Just saying. Man, this is a cool topic. I would love to have this conversation with some guests on the show because I promise you this is happening in real life. Now, let me be fair. For those of you who are not frustrated with dating, okay, those of you who are actually open to meeting people, your person, your partner, your companion. Yeah, because that's real life experience. Because when you, it's one thing. See, what I, what I don't want to do is theory. And I promise you everything I'm sharing, sharing with you is not theory. This is real life. It's happened. It's happening. What I'm saying is for those of you who are actually living it, who are having these experiences and like, man, I'm not sure how to think about it because real time, it's tough. Guess what? If you want to work on this privately in coaching, we can do that too. But if you just want to talk about it and you're willing to be coached, apply to be a guest on the show. I think it would be dope. So listen, yeah, this is a good episode. I'm excited to, to hang out with you guys. I love this every time I come here. Yeah, this is this is so cool. Listen, let me know what you think in the comments. Be sure to tell your friends about it. Like, share, and subscribe because this content is going to help people. It may be helping you. And if it is, let me know. It's okay. And if you want to work with me, you want to get the book, Love Relationships and Sometimes Just Letting Go. You want to book me for your event. You want to be a guest on the podcast. You want to subscribe to our newsletter. You want to learn more about Coach Rudge get out to my link tree. It is the first pinned comment under this video. Listen, I'm going to get out of here now. Wish you guys a fantastic rest of your week. And I look forward to seeing you soon. It's your guy, Coach Rudge. And I love love. Take care. Bye.